Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hello. And today we're going to talk about the social media apocalypse. And by the way, we are fully aware of the irony of presenting this to you on a social media outlet. <laughs> yes, we're aware of that. The irony is being made fully aware of. Social media is the, practically the fucking devil, in my eyes. Don't like it anyway. Try and pose as little as possible. But, as it's positives, but... As we'll come to learn, it's very high negatives. They're very consequential. There is, yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) All right, uh, let's welcome back some new and returning listeners, and then we'll do some weird news. So, uh, where shall I start? Amsterdam, hello. Been to you, you're great. Boras in Sweden, somewhere in Honduras. Delhi, India, Altanita in Romania, Bursa in Turkey, Las Vegas, Nevada. I hope that's someone from the pawn shop. Uh, yeah. Didn't we? Didn't we? Pl- didn't we say about them the other week? Or was it off mic? I can't that remember. Was off mic. Nah. Hall in the United Kingdom, Cessnock, Australia, Stuttgart, Germany, Yoshka Ola in the Russian Federation, Portugal, Missouri, Slough in the United Kingdom, Edra, Sana in the Yemen. Isn't there a war in the Yemen? There's not a lot in the Yemen. And we're fucking they're using our bombs, aren't they, the sailors? Does that mean that someone out in Yemen is listening to our podcast as a way of escaping the war? Well, I think it's more of a genocide, to be fair. It's fucked up over there. Message in, tell us why you're listening to <laughs> yeah. us. Did you find us? How did you find us, <laughs> man? Yeah. And a shout out to you. Keep dodging them bombs. Don't worry, mate, they're British made. They're pretty, really shit quality. Uh. <laughs> Thorns in Australia, Ashburn, Virginia, Benton, Arkansas, Guadalajara, Spain, Salt Lake City, you keep coming back for more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think sorted you every time so far, sorry. And Shady Nasty, New York, thanks for listening. Yeah. If you're a Mormon, let me know. I'm intrigued. I've got nothing against Mormons, just, just intrigued. So, just, if it confirms that documentary I caught part of where Salt Lake City is literally everyone's a Mormon. Right. I everybody's a Mormon. 99%. No, I don't think it's that high. It's a state for Mormons and a city for yeah, Mormons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's about three quarters, but I'm sure it's that percent. And sign me up for the polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> Do some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay, this one is probably the fi- I think my this is my find of the week. My okay. find of find of the month actually. More than three hundred thousand used condoms are being repackaged and sold in Vietnam. Oh no! Where are they getting them from? Hopefully, we'll find out. I'm open. Maybe Vietnam. What is your job? That is his job. Is it to wash the cum out of every single used condom? <laughs> Get them back to new with a spit yeah. and a polish. Oh. Vietnamese authorities have seized more than 300,000 used condoms that are allegedly being recycled to be sold again. 
Workers were hired to clean and dry the condoms before reshaping them with different sized wooden dildos and then repackaging them, local reports claim. The operation was run out of a warehouse in the southern Bindong province, which was raided by police on September 19th. The owner, Fan Ti Tan Gok, I think I got that right. I was watching Platoon the other month, <laughs> brushing up on my Vietnamese pronunciations. <laughs> told police she had been receiving the used condoms once a month from an unknown person. Her How many is he getting through? Is a thousand? Somebody that's running a brothel, it's isn't it? It's going to be a brothel. It's going to be a string of brothels. Yeah. Yeah. Not one person, surely. Just... <laughs> I've well, sex about a hundred times a day. Well, they've got like the recycling box for the street walkers. <laughs> <laughs> used condoms here, please. Condoms. Yeah, but I don't think they're buying used condoms knowing they're used condoms. I think they're buying them thinking they're brand new. Yeah, I know, but at least that people are using them in the first place, aren't they? Well, and then they're being resold. I mean, yes, they're being resold, and that's you know. Is it just capitalism all over, isn't it? Yeah. I, I personally, I expected greater things from the uh, from the People's Socialist Republic of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really did. I expected a higher standard. So her alleged role was to clean, dry and sort the condoms before making them look fresh again for new customers. Uh, Provincial Market Management Director Tran Van Chung said the condoms had been confiscated using evidence but were disposed of immediately after because they are considered hazardous medical waste. Oh, and there's a picture of a wooden dildo. <laughs> uh, with a box of empty condoms, uh, used condoms, rather. That's, that's amazing. Oh, and there's a sorting basket and a plastic bag. That's wonderful. Oof. 360 kilos of condoms, which is equivalent to 324,000. Uh, it's unclear how many recycled condoms had already been sold. They were probably being supplied to nearby hotels and market stores within the <laughs> province. Bet your bottom dollar this isn't the only one. I bet you there's other places around the world that are doing this. I bet yeah. my last Vietnam dong. Yeah. <laughs> Name of that currency. Yeah. I watched the Top Gear special. <laughs> yeah. Just to point out to listeners, if you think, my God, why have I never thought of this before? That's a genius idea. Disgusting, but genius. Reusing condoms does risk unwanted pregnancies and they spread STDs. Yeah. Just, just in case anyone's like, hmm, I could make a lot of money here. No. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be a capitalist pig. That's it. Unlike Vietnam, which is supposedly socialist and displaying this kind mm. of vulture capitalism. <laughs> this point in Vietnam. They should at least, well, at least give them away for free, shouldn't they? If they're for no, you. they should. No, just get fucked. Oh, no, <laughs> if, if they're going to, they might as well. That's just, no, it's better just to not. Not, not use them at all, yeah, yeah that would be the best. Use condoms, I imagine. But it's being done anyway. Oh. They should give them for free. <laughs> free STIs. <laughs> all condoms should be free. Yeah. You can be if you go to the clinic. Well, they can be in this country, yeah, but I don't know about Vietnam. I don't know. Ho Chi Minh's condoms. <laughs> 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 Travel the Ho Chi Minh Trail. 
Of my Vietnam jokes. We've got a listener in Vietnam, I'm sure we have. Or did have. Until, <laughs> did have until he used the used condom. Contracted <laughs> <laughs> AIDS and died. It's oh. killing off our listenership. <laughs> Do you think that's what this is? <laughs> a concerted plan by, by some fiendish organisation to destroy our listenership yeah. slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Won't take them long, will it? It'll be done in a day. <laughs> Very worldwide bike. It's like travelling involved. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Frederick Show. Wiles, thanks God that special forces will hunt down and kill right-wing watch commies. Rick Wiles, a returning guest. Mm. Used to be on the show we used to play called Who Can Go Full Alex? Never Go Full Alex. Never Go Full Alex. We'd see he was like saying the most insane stuff. Mm-hmm. They were Alex Jones and then two other nutters that we'd find on the internet. Mm-hmm. And Rick Wiles was a recurring guest on that show. Recurring mm-hmm. winner, if I remember. Yeah, I think he was a multi-time, multi-time winner, yeah. yeah. Even more ridiculous than uh, Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. End Times broadcaster and conspiracy theorist Rick Wiles, thank God for the fact that US Special Forces are supposedly getting ready to hunt down and shoot right-wing watch commies. This is from Right Wing Watch. Mm. (laughs) Wiles claimed it was a coded announcement that such forces were about to be deployed domestically to prevent a communist takeover of the US. Can you have a right wing communist? (laughs) Does that work? (laughs) No, he's not calling us right wing, he's calling them right wing watch commies. Ah, but then he's saying that like Antifa and other communist groups are uh, in it, aren't they? Yeah, they're not fascist, are they? Well, no, he thinks they are. So you've got he fascist commies. Yeah, but they. Oh man! All right, whatever. They're going to be deployed domestically, Wiles said. Antifa and other communist groups are going to be declared domestic terrorists, financed by foreign powers, and they're going to be hunted down and shot by special forces. All I can say is, thank God, it's finally going to happen. Wiles added, "Get the job done." So Christian of him, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> wow. I like it was an end times broadcaster that suggests that his career has a finite span. No. <laughs> it's always the end times, isn't it? They keep putting it back. Yeah. Bloody rapture wants to hurry up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to demon slaying. <laughs> makes, it, make, makes us change from the same old shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least every day will be an adventure. Yeah. Until <laughs> you go into the lake of fire. <laughs> Yeah, but you might kill a, might kill a demon. Mm. Might get one. Will that make you rapture then? You know? Hopefully. Only <laughs> <laughs> don't cut stick off and wear it as a necklace just before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on then. He's a nutcase. Yeah. Alright then. This guy's been on before. Okay, cult leader who claims to be a reincarnation of Jesus is arrested in Russia. Crikey, looks just like him. He does, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice robes. Fantastic robes. Okay, so Russian authorities mounted a special operation to arrest a former traffic police officer who claims to be the reincarnation of Jesus and has run a cult based in the depths of Serbia for the Siberia. past... Siberia. Siberia. How far is that away? <laughs> for the past three decades. 
He's been on Weird News before, a long time mm. ago, one of our very first Weird News episodes. Yeah, going back, yeah. It's quite a few of these around the globe, aren't there, that are just, you know, feeling touched by the spirit or... <laughs> or by the guy who's claiming he's the, the spirit. spirit. Or somebody from, you know, from Venus or you know, whatever. There's a lot of fucking nutters out there. <laughs> there are. <laughs> Never trust anyone who says, come and live in my commune, kids. <laughs> Never trust that guy. Always ends up with guns <laughs> and sexual abuse <laughs> and slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so helicopters and armed officers stormed uh, communities run by Sergi Topov, as known to his followers as Visarian, Visarian, and arrested him and two of his aides. Russia's investigative committee said it would charge him with. Organising an illegal religious organisation... Why is it illegal religious organisation? Alleging that the cult extorted money from followers and subjected them to emotional abuse. Oh, that's why it's illegal. That's all religion, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's looking very uh, silver fox Jesus there, though, isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't half changed. That's what the time, time in the pen does. He's <laughs> <laughs> living in Siberia, I think he is just... You can't dye your hair in prison. True. Well, I don't think you can. So, tr- at least that Jesus is Sean Connery stage. <laughs> Jesus was like made it past thirty three. <laughs> it's like Gandalf the Healing Years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a show I'd watch. <laughs> Maybe. Fif- I'm not Peter Fallon. No. Big Turop, 59, with long grey hair and beard, was led by masked troops to a helicopter. Hmm, heli- free helicopter ride. <laughs> <laughs> He's only <really> got three. <laughs> Take all the money. <laughs> the, the operation involved agents from Russia's FSB security service as well as police and other agencies. Crikey, isn't this just one guy? Has he got guns? <laughs> I'm going to guess so. <laughs> Valim... Redkin, a former drummer in a Soviet-era boy band who was known as Varison's right-hand man, was also arrested along with another aide, Vladimir Ved... Come on, Ved... Vedenikov. Yeah, that's it. Him. Vlad. You're Vlad, Vlad, Vlad and Viz. Uh, Jesus so... and a fucking boy band drummer. <laughs> Imagine if like, one of the Bross brothers joined a cult. <laughs> and rose with him. See, Jared Leto's got a cult. Has he? Yeah, he's, he's got an island. And all these people pay him to go to this island and like stand around and sit around while he, he talks to them. And they all wear robes and stuff. Jared Leto has started a cult legitimately. It's not a pedo island, is it? <laughs> I hope it's not. All these islands are fucking little pedo islands, aren't they? They're a yeah. rich. Yeah, being a shit joker really obviously really got to him. Because mm. now he looks like Jesus and he's strutting around in a white robe. You think he'd change his name, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got several thousand followers from all around the world. And he said, I'm not God, and it is a mistake to see Jesus as God. But I am the living word of God the Father. Everything that God wants to say, he says it through me. I know he's got to say it through a perspex glass as well. And <laughs> <laughs> about three foot of concrete in a Soviet-era prison. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, it's commune mixes selection of rights drawn from Orthodox Christianity with environmental edicts from edicts, a, edicts from yep. a series of other rules. Veganism. Veganism. Oh, I man. thought I was like, am I reading that right? Veganism is enforced and monetary exchange is banned inside the commune. Right. So you know. Wow, this is a bit, this is a bit fucking. Followers wear austere clothing and count years starting from 1961, the year of Vesarion's birth, while Christmas has been replaced by a feast day on the 14th of January, which is his birthday. Oh fuck you! Wow, that's some egomania wow. for you right there. Just a bit. <laughs> that's some severe mental yeah. problems you got as a Soviet-era traffic policeman. Right, so you, you're recruiting all these people, and you go, "Right, this is what I believe," and yeah, I'm uh, Jesus. Christmas Day, sort of on my birthday now. Yeah. <laughs> How? How are you gonna like you know? How are you gonna go down with that? That's terrible. Happy Vesarian, Miss. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's a wooden thing because they're all are practically Amish, but living in the depths of Siberia. Well, apparently, they did have like solar panels and stuff and agriculture. Like many a cult, they're really good at farming. Mm-hmm. Cults are really good at that. That's <laughs> so good when it all gets a bit violent and sexy, though. Mm. It's because they start out wanting to be self-sustainable, don't they? And I think we can do it on our own and we don't need, you know, the outside forces and then, you know, it all comes a bit inbred, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. all the followers give them all their money just so they can till the field. (laughs) It's incredible, really. It's a great business plan. (laughs) I always say don't join a cult. Maybe maybe Gaz was actually onto something. No, starting the cult. Gaz had the right idea. Starting the cult, exactly. You want to be the cult leader. Yeah, yeah. Or the right-hand man. Anything yeah. below that is shit. Yeah, but then again, as a right-hand man, you've always, you're always kind of living a little bit in fear because once the your man of class age or cult leader consumes, increases, he's going to become more paranoid You're in for his top job. Yeah, but when the police and FBI start investigating, mm. yeah, you can snitch on him then, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but... He's top he's, of the cult. You also may get stabbed in your sleep. <laughs> well... <laughs> Got to take precautions, obviously. He's all burnt at the stake or something. I mean, who knows? <laughs> he might take that, then he, he might have a really bad acid trip. See you as the devil. I have everyone stone you to death. <laughs> there is that danger. <laughs> no, don't start a cult. <laughs> don't join a cult. Don't join a cult. Don't start a cult. Stay away from anything culty, please. Unless it's a Jedi cult. He can still still a cult. Hey, still a cult. You just got a cult. And well, technically, they are, they a cult. it is a cult. Really. It was a cult before it was a church, wasn't it? Wow. You know, it's not makes, much different. It makes followers wear bland clothing, sworn to have sex, sworn to have any intimate I don't relationship. Know about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, 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 yes, no. it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it isn't taken directly from the film. Everything. Oh, so you can pick and choose a bitch you want to follow, eh? Well, you can't. That's very modern Christian of you, mate. They, they've come on a few years. Well, you know, you know, you can't have. I'll you've got to be. You've got to be emotionally neutral all the time. Mm-hmm. Follow the force. Follow the force. Yeah. Follow this invisible force only you can feel. That you've been told you can. You know, you're wearing your austere clothing. You're unpaid. You go out and do all the work until you get to sit on the council. No, bollocks that. I don't. I don't think it's like that. Well, I, well I think you're looking I at it through. I think you're looking at it through rose tinted glasses, like <laughs> I think you've been brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been brainwashed. I 
Cuba. I did a very good job of brainwashing, really. I've been there for two years. You describe yourself as a Jedi? Yeah. Well, there you go. I just do it so I can say, where the force be with you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> so you joined the uh, call just to get in line? No, no. I remember liking what I saw on the website. Right. I forget what it is, man. <laughs> Very good Jedi. <laughs> in that case, you'd be a Sith, which is under the cult. <laughs> Except they're all about being angry all the time. They're like nineties emos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, let's uh, <laughs> move on. <laughs> move that one away. All right, so uh, let's go to the main thrust of today: the social media apocalypse. Uh, basically, we had to watch the social dilemma on Netflix this week, and. It scared the shit out of me, this show did, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. I didn't think it was that much. I didn't think that it was bad. that bad. I knew it did it, but I didn't think it was to that level. I mean, I suppose, like, you know, I don't have no push notifications on, we'll get to that, but, you know, it's, it's, it was, scared the crap out of me yeah. how much they really wanted my attention. That's it. Yeah. How about you guys? What? Yeah, it... And you've got kids, so they're, they're living through this. I mean, we're lucky we sort of didn't hit social media till our 20s. Mm-hmm. Good old MySpace. <laughs> so we weren't sort of immersed in it as the kids are now, are they? Day in, day out, isn't it now? You know, you look at your phone in the morning, you know, it's your alarm sometimes, isn't it, to get up? Yeah. And then... Yeah, on the documentary, one guy said there's only two things you do in the morning. You, you look at your phone before you pee or while you pee. Yeah, and I, I, when I sat there and I thought, I've done that, Yeah. I'm just like, no. Yeah, that's it. The only thing you do, get up, check your phone. Hey, my mm. alarm is my phone, so yeah. I used to have an alarm clock and I thought, nah, so I don't use, use my phone, it's easier. And of course, what's that do then? Put the phone in your hand first thing to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yep. And immediately, what's the next screen you see when you press stop? Notifications. Yeah. Yep, check up on what you've missed. No, what you've missed in the world, you don't want to miss yeah. out on anything. That's it. It's your hook, doesn't it? It does. Well, there's a list in that social dilemma of all the negative things that have come from social media, so I'll go, I'll go through this list. Okay. Addiction to electronic devices. Yeah, which I think we're all pretty guilty of. Yeah, we've just been talking you, about it, yeah. Yeah. Even we three sat here, I mean, I mean I'm fucking addicted to it, I'll admit it. Yeah. It, yeah, my, my husband pointed out. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What are you reading?" I was like, "I don't know, just some, just scrolling through Facebook, Google, whatever, mm. just scrolling." Yeah. So when this, you know, watch this film, they they're talking about the scrolling as like gambling. You're just looking for something yeah. to amuse you and to, like, you know, give you that that gratification there and then. A dopamine hit. A dopamine, yeah. 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 I was like, whoa. There's only two industries that call their customers users. Did you see that on the documentary? Yeah, I did, yeah. Drug, illegal uh, drugs and software. Yeah, illegal drugs and social media. Yeah. Social media users. Yep. We are users. We're users and abusers. Ooh. <laughs> In case, electronics addiction, yeah. yeah. Isolation. Yeah. Uh, in a bubble. Yeah. So you're stuck in your own bubble, we know all about this. 
because, of course, the way the algorithms work is that it keeps feeding you stuff that you want to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keeping you entrenched in that sort of... Yeah, and you're not, you're not getting other opinions from the outside. Mm-hmm. You're just being sort of narrow focus. You're, um, what's it called, the echo corridor? The echo chamber. Echo chamber, that's it. Echo chamber of your own opinions, so all you get is people who agree with you. That's it. Because when you open Facebook and you look at your feed, every one of our feeds is different. Mm-hmm. It's tailor-made to your views and opinions. Yeah. Well, you've done that as well, though, haven't you? Because you uh, yeah. you follow pages and then, oh, you, you'll like this. That's it. You know, will I? Mm. It's not good just to get one view. No, it isn't. All the time. The fake news proliferation. Yeah. That's not good. That's probably uh, destabilised countries. Certainly socially. Yeah, it happened in Myanmar, didn't it, on the documentary? Oh yes, the um, the the Muslim population yeah. was like forced out because of fake yeah. news that people saw on social media. Yeah, and they're like killing people over yeah. it. They're making up murders and rapes and shit because you get people angry against this minority. This was a government. Crikey! So, Crikey indeed! Yeah, <laughs> and it just led led to a genocide of a population, and they had to flee. All because of fake news. All because of. Yeah, that wouldn't have got about if it wasn't social yeah. media, you know, because yeah. you couldn't put that all out, well... You couldn't, couldn't put, put it that in the newspaper. Newspaper, could you? Well, it all depends if, I don't know, if in Myanmar the um, the press is free. Free, probably not. Hmm. But it's another way, isn't it? Another yeah, tool it's another tool, to tool use. isn't it? Well, more, yeah. let's face it, they just move with the times. More people yeah. read the... Facebook. People, I use Facebook more yeah. as a source of news. Newspapers are dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fake news on Twitter spread six times faster than the truth. It's because it's more interesting. Yeah. And more like <laughs> yeah, more inter- the truth's boring. You're right. The truth is boring. Yeah, I, but I'm it's, it's, it's it, more nuanced yeah. and complex. It takes a lot to understand. Whereas to blame something simply and put a bit of clickbait yeah. out there, it's just so much easier, and, and you get more clicks. Yeah. That's why it's called clickbait. Yeah. Anyway, so that's sped up from what Churchill said when he said that a, a, a lie goes twice around the world before the truth has a chance to put his pants on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so it's sped times. up now. It's six times now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What, what chance have we got? Exactly. We used to say, uh, if, you've, uh, if you'd have farted at the top of Brosley High Street, by the time you got to the bottom, you'd chat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Because it got round Brosley, you know. You know. <laughs> Everyone just had their piece and put their piece on it. Well, yeah, it was a very isolated community. It's a very isolated little village <laughs> where I come from, but uh, yeah, that's another. We won't get into that. <laughs> another story. Uh, where are we then? Fake news. Fake news. Okay. Fake news. Say it right. You gotta say it like Trump if you wanna say mm. fake news. Foreign influence on politics. Yeah. And political polarization. Yeah, well, let's face it, things have never been more fucking polarised, have they? It's literally the old, every country, well, certainly Britain and America are basically split into two camps. Yeah. And then you just got guys stuck in the middle, a few people stuck in the middle. But yeah, it's just like the UK. Exactly, and America especially. And, whew, Democrats and Republicans acting like gangs now rather than political parties. But if your feeds and, you're, and, and YouTube and Facebook sending you further down that path to the extreme, which is what they do. They say, you know, rabbit holes and yeah, yeah. 
see how far you'll go. Yeah. You know, it's obvious that people are polarising, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, it's also, remember, all you're getting is propaganda against the other side. That, you know, your side is telling you what the other side believes, the bad side of it, or spinning it so it sounds bad. Yeah. And, the, and the other side is doing that as well about you. To divide and conquer, yeah. isn't it? Of course, it's keep us fighting each other and they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we're being con- controlled by the algorithms. AI, yeah. dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Terminator. We've all seen Terminator. Yeah. If you haven't seen Terminator, go and watch Terminator. Immediately. Everybody's seen Terminator. Aye, some people haven't. Right? Terminator 1, 2, 3, skip Genesis, and the other one was a bit crap too. But skip 3? I like 3. Genesis. Right. I quite like 3. I like when he comes. See, I want Arnie to do that at my set, at my service. There was a. You know. As, as the Terminator yeah. number 3. Yeah, but he comes out with a minigun. With the legs that just like wrap around the guy. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> No, we've all seen Terminator. I mean, I want Arnie firing a chain gun or carrying my coffin. Mm-hmm. I, I want that. So no, but I don't want AI controlling us and nuking the world. Don't want that. Controlling what we see, so they control our perception of reality. The algorithms were controlled by these algorithms. So are the AI are in control of society? Yeah. Technically, well, these algorithms are machine learning. Mm-hmm. So they. Oh God, they're learning. Yeah. <laughs> So they set them off, and over time, they learn how to get better yeah. at manipulating you and get better at knowing, you what, engaged. Yeah, knowing what you like, keeping you engaged, what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, and then for every click, there's someone's, literally every click, someone's bidding on their ad to show you mm-hmm. in that article. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might be pence at a time, but... Yeah, I'll think about the reality bit, though, because... In the show, they said it's like 2.7 billion Truman shows. Anyone seen that? Yeah. I love that film. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Because this is what Ed Harris, his character, says in the film: "We accept the reality of the world in which we're presented." Mhm. We do. That's it. So the algorithm's presenting that world to us. We accept it as reality. That's why all these fucking Trump supporters believe and, all these and Biden supporters insane things. They're both just as bad as one another. I was going to say, they could be extremists in any camp, can't they? Or any, yeah. You know. You know. With any way of thinking, you can get yeah. extreme, can't you? Without, well, I suppose without even realising it, because you think, you know. But what happens if you don't have a shared understanding of reality? Well, that's it, because they're being fed one reality yeah. where every brown person is a potential terrorist, and we're being fed another where they aren't. There's technically three... Reality's going on at once. There's the the right wing version of reality, the left wing version of reality, in the centre. The centre sort of like the. So there's three different sets of people in communities living in completely different worlds. Well, that's just screwed in my D- head. Digitally in different worlds. Digitally. Yeah, but it affects the reality as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Um... If you think something, you, you know, if you think everybody's a, a commie and they're out to. Communise America. Yeah, or, or to rob you or whatever, like them people, that couple on the, on the lawn with the guns when the oh, yeah. protesters walking past. Yeah, they actually, they were really lucky they never shot anybody, to be fair. See, and they're going to join up with like-minded people and, and, and join militias and things. I think this is what's happening. The, didn't they spoke at the Republican conference? They did. 
They did. Well, me so bad if you knew it. Oh, that fucking rifle. He had the ejection port oh. against his gut. It was really going to hurt when he fired that. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> going to own an AR-15 at least I have a fucking point it, mate. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, it's linked to depression. Oh, uh, yeah, because, I mean, you can still feel isolated even on social media. Of course. Especially the social bullying, online bullying. That's it, and we conflate likes and thumbs up to social value and truth. When it's not, it's really just fake, brittle popularity that leaves you more vacant and empty before. Always after more likes. That's it. Like our page on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the same we're addicted to every day I check the likes on the Facebook page does it give you a dopamine hit it does a couple more likes ooh, ooh. my fan in America yeah. that, that give me a little dopamine hit mm-hmm. thank you my fan <laughs> thank you class <laughs> <laughs> yeah and US this is this was frightening these statistics US hospital admissions for teen girls who harm themselves up by 62% between 15 and 19, and up 184% between 10 and 14. Fuck, since social media began, 2010. Social dysmorphia. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, body dysmorphia. Yeah, it's, it's Snapchat dysmorphia. Snapchat dysmorphia. I'd say back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back, yeah. In, back in your day, you just two fingers down your throat for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, back in my day, the, you know, the magazines, you only saw like. You know, you could only afford like one magazine with your pocket money or whatever. But now, you get you know, because that was your your own little bit of media. What's going on? A little bit of news or something. You know, was yeah. Top hits or smash hits was one of them, and then there was yeah, yeah. ones aimed at girls and that. You know, it was also pretty, pretty, pretty. Here's some makeup, yeah. the free makeup with it and stuff. But now they're getting it from all angles and from different platforms, aren't they? Yeah. Well, that Snapchat dysmorphia is people wanting surgery to look like their filtered selfies. So you know, filters you put on with the big eyes and that. People are wanting that. I know. It just takes. You can make them look. You know, basically just airbrushes them completely. Mm-hmm. So that like, their cheekbones go up, their smile get fuller. You know, take wrinkles away. You can do anything, mate. They take ten years off you. Well, like them. I don't like the filters. No, I don't like filters. I hate the ones with the um, the animal faces on. Because yeah. I'm just like, why do you think you look hotter with a rabbit and a, and a, a dog face? Why do you think you look better with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get it. I think it's funny to play with your kids, you know. And just oh, yeah, but you can share it. Have a laugh, but... Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Nah. Terrorist recruitment? Yeah, that's a biggie. Mm. ISIS were able to use social media yeah. to recruit. They were very effective on social media, actually, when you think about it, because all they got, most of their fighters were guys who came in, mm-hmm. and women. I mean, even why did you get women over there? Like that that girl from Britain, that Sharia Begum. I mean, all right, I don't know what how, let's say, intellectually tall she is. Guessing she's not a giant. Because if you're willing to give up life in the UK where you've got, I don't know, no bombs anywhere, everything isn't rubble and sand, there's a war going on. I believe um, she's been brainwashed. Wi Fi, electricity, running water that isn't filled with shit. Yeah, but they, they you know, know as, as a Muslim living in this country, in America, they're going to be persecuted. And they are persecuted. Yeah, but what Punjaside living there is better than living in Britain. 
Oh, you got bloody water and Wi-Fi and electricity in a telly. Yeah, Why well, haven't got back if I go to Syria? Everything's on fire. Yeah, but they say, look, you know, look what the Western world is doing to us. They're killing our brothers and sisters out here, murdering them, drone strikes. And yeah, they just reach out really to people. a really nice comfy sofa. Well, it wouldn't obviously be enough to tempt you, would it? <laughs> no, that level of sophistication would have to be much lower. Look at this comfy sofa we've got over here. What? <laughs> they reach out for people that are liking their yeah. posts first, and then you know private message them, and then you know talk about what their their mission and what they're they're doing. Yeah. And, and, and brainwash them and make them think it's for the religion. I'm guessing, you know. Well, that's it. I mean, I suppose I can see as, as, as any religion, you're caught in two cultures, aren't you? Between, between your own sort of, of uh, say, like for example, you're a Pakistani in Britain, you're caught between your Pakistani culture and your Islamic culture and your Western cultures. If you grew up over here, yeah. you're kind of stuck in the middle of that, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and if so you're you can really, become disaffected. And if you're in the country that's saying bad stuff about your people, mm-hmm. which Boris Johnson does yeah. and has said, and not just him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old Nigel's a bit of a yeah. bit of a goer on that. I mean, he's got a massive social media presence. What was if Boris suddenly started attacking all bald men? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously they rise up, right? Because they're the backbone well, exactly. of the country. So that might be enough to trigger you. Well, if people are believing in that cult where you've got to, you know, celebrate the bald liberation front. Yeah. The BLF. <laughs> that one in America where you've got to have his uh, on his birthday. That's their Christmas, you know. People are easily manipulated. Too easily. Mm. I'm still thinking of the board liberation from that. <laughs> we shined our heads and came out of the sun. We could blind the enemy troops. <laughs> Collective. <laughs> the map, exactly. Like a laser beam going off, wouldn't it? <laughs> Surveillance capitalism. Oh, yeah. I had that written down. Targeted ads, brainwashing. Yeah. Like you need this. I mean, I said it the other week. Lederhosen. I mentioned Lederhosen once in a podcast. Next thing you know, I'm getting an Amazon advert about Lederhosen. Do I look like the kind of guy that's ever going to wear Lederhosen? I don't know, Ben. <laughs> and a little alpine hat with a feather in it. No. No. There we go. They should know that. Do they wear it to Oktoberfest? They do. Maybe then. <laughs> yeah, alright, maybe for Oktoberfest. But. Just for the crack. Well, one day at Oktoberfest, maybe half a day if I feel self conscious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no zip. It's <laughs> 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 probably going to be half a day then, to be fair. You're not pissing with the size of their beers. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we should have a jolly to Oktoberfest. <laughs> Staff outing or record an episode. Yeah. With <laughs> some drunk Germans to comment on, on stuff. Yeah. Every single action and every time taken for that action is to perform is recorded and monitored. Yeah. And this is what it scared me most. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I knew they did this. I mean, whatever you look at on the internet, unless you're going through a VPN, which they can't trace you, is traced. And your average bloke in a house doesn't use a VPN. He just goes on his Google Chrome and off he trots. Mm-hmm. And it's all being recorded, every second of it. Yeah. And do you know why? So they can give you targeted ads yeah. to suit your preferences of stuff you want to buy. And they can, So they can build models, the, 
the algorithms that can predict your actions and emotions to stimuli. Yeah. Again, the fake, the dopamine hit. Yeah, and it's learning all about you and your ways, just so it can target ads at you. Because we are the product. We think it's free. We go on Facebook, YouTube. It's free. Let's watch a few ads, whatever. There's no harm there, is there? No, I hate ads. The shit. Yeah. But skip what is ad, skip ad. Skip ad. Every <laughs> trading. Do I look like someone that wants a trading two on two app every fucking five minutes? Someone needs to bring out uh, an automatic skip ad app. Yeah. Please uh, bring one out. Yeah. Anybody? Copyright claim. There's no firebox for YouTube. Is there? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Damn, we could have been web billionaires. Yeah. Well, I think it might just be an ad blocker, but it seems to work. Mm. Yeah, but it's even more insidious than us being the product because it's actually the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in our own behaviour and perception that is the product. So companies are paying Facebook and Google and YouTube and all these companies to actually change our behaviour and perception. It's like basically someone goes to Facebook and says like, I know, I want to change the world, the way the world thinks by 1% is $10 million. Facebook mm -hmm. goes, I can do that. I can get you another 1% of the world's population to believe in what you want. X, Y, Z, yeah. How frightening is that? How much power? Zuckerberg, let's yeah. face it, man, he's a weird-looking bastard. He ain't human. He is not. I don't care, man. Sue me, Zuckerberg. I've got nothing. But <laughs> honestly, he doesn't. He doesn't look human. He seems to have morphed into some kind of big, tall, mm -hmm. grey thing. Oof. You know what got me about that show the most as well? Yeah, this guy who's speaking like Tristan. That pissed me off straight away. No, mate, you're Tristan. Fuck <laughs> You know, Tristan. He was pretty cool though, wasn't he? No, you know what? No, he wasn't. Because he, uh, I helped develop this, I helped develop that. I, I ensnared you all and I'm showing no fucking guilt over this whatsoever. I'm just making some more money spilling the beans on how it does it. Yeah, true. He did, that. If he said at the end, I'm so sorry, mm. that would have been nice. Should have done, really. But like you said, they didn't intend this to happen. They just wanted more likes and thought, now what, what can we do? You know, we just want to spread the like button inventor. Yeah. I watched him, he's like, oh, genuinely, we just wanted to, you know, hey, I like that. Yeah. Spread positivity around the world mm -hmm. and connect people. Which is a noble thing. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Start but the business out. model has morphed into something that is it's just insidious. Imagine if they disabled comments on every single article and only left you with that like button. That would solve a lot of hassle. Because if you saw it and didn't like it, there was nothing you could do about it. All you could do was hide it. You couldn't vent your frustration at it. You might type up some long rambling piece if I was, as a status if you're that bothered about it. But other than that, mm. disable all comments, just have a like button. Solve it all. But they're collecting data from what we say as well, aren't they? Surely. Yeah. You know, they're, they're getting output as well, how much they have. Like, if they're saying want this 1% change yeah. in, you know, that they're got to be measured to, somehow, hasn't it? To be able to make yeah. them predictions, it needs a lot of data, that's why it harvests it all. Yeah. You know, to be more accurate, the more data you have at somebody. That's it, and then what else that I can go to anybody? They, they, they're tracking movements, you know, they know which, if you go to the pub or the cinema, so they can target you that way. Mm -hmm. it's Oh yeah, I mean your mobile phone is the best tracking device ever. Yeah. 
and they got us all to carry one. Yeah. Very few people will meet without a mobile phone. Yep. That's why I never take my phone when I go to the dealers. <laughs> oh, well, you just admitted on, on recording that you... I've got a dealer. <laughs> a, you've a dealer. B, you go and visit his house. And C, you leave your phone at home so you can't be trapped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, therefore really. implicated in any said arrest of dealer. He just deals in exotic legal herbs. He <laughs> 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 could have said he was an art dealer, Mike. You didn't know that. Fucking hell. <laughs> It's a good job I'm not a police officer, isn't it? Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it. And the last bit I've got is the erosion of the fabric of society. That's a biggie. Yeah, pretty big. And, and some people argue, well, it's just teething problems. We, we get over these things and this happens when we introduce new technology all the time. But, you know, society wasn't tearing itself apart at the seams when they invented the bicycle. Mm. I invented the aeroplane. Yeah. So what makes social media so different? Because we're all connected to it, whereas not everyone had a bike or everyone goes on a plane. Yeah. It's a polarisation. It's, it's, it? the, it's the first thing that everybody can, can access. If there's an internet connection, you can get on Facebook, yeah. it's free. Mm -hmm. All you need is an email address and that's free too, it just you need 10 minutes tops. So you're, you know, are you, are you thinking that we should just reduce it to the like button, or I get rid of the fucking thing. Get rid of it altogether. Yeah, I don't you think could. You can. I don't think you could. So many platforms as well. You know, social media isn't just Facebook, is it? No, it's obviously that. Just point out, we're using Facebook as the the common denominator because it's the biggest. Yeah. You've got Twitter, um, Instagram. King, Instagram, that's a biggie. Pinder, I think. Tumblr. Various other for web forums, Reddit. Reddit, yeah. You know, I'm not on any of them apart from Facebook because mm. I'm a 37 year old man who doesn't see the need to post a picture every time I eat. I think what, the first thing you got to do is get rid of the financial incentives for this stuff to go on. Now, ideally, you get rid of capitalism and money altogether, but that's that's about as likely as getting rid of all the social media platforms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and transition to a luxury communist post capitalist future, but that won't happen. Star Trek future. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, make it owned by the people. Yeah. The people and the government are the same thing. Take surely. the money out of it. So there are no adverts on there, so people can't be spread fake news or whatever. Recruited by terrorists, whatever, you know. That's just a state controlled intranet then, like North Korea. I was thinking if he put parameter you know, parameters in it and algorithms to, to reduce it's still going to change the natural flow right. of it, isn't it? Alright, I've got it. Go on. Alright. You have it and you can keep it as it is or make the ad changes or whatever, but you literally age lock the damn thing down to like twenty fives and over. Well, you, you the, can't and it. That's the only gotta one, be eighteen and over, hasn't it? Twenty-one. Meet uh, him in the middle. <laughs> Twenty-one final offer, and like you have to put in your fucking national security number or your social security number when you make the account, and that gets checked so they can tell how old you are. Because this stuff ain't for kids at the end of the day. It ain't for people with impressionable minds. You need to form some base opinions about the world and politics and things like that, you've got to, you've got to educate yourself and then 
once you've at a certain age, you can go on this and see what the world has, what everyone else thinks. Not what everyone else thinks. What other polarizing? Uh, no, that's not even. You, you're at a level where you can fucking handle this shit because teenagers can't. You know, if someone calls you a fat prick on your photo at 13, you'd be devastated. If someone calls you, you know, you're like, fuck you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's an argument for that, yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? I think it's just, you know, we can appreciate a time where there wasn't this, so do you think that's why we're more shocked by it? Or do you think the mm. the youth of the day, they, they, won't, they won't really have considered that, will they? Because talking to my sons... They're saying, like, what? You've, you've, you know, only had that since... Because I was saying, oh, I didn't have a phone till I was 14. They were really yeah. shocked. Really shocked. And I give them a videotape, an old videotape. Yeah. And one of them sort of just goes, I can't see anything. And just started shaking it. <laughs> and, you know, that it's something that they're not going to appreciate, is it? Just like, you know, we don't appreciate things from 30, 40 years ago, I guess. Well, that's it, I mean... Do you remember rotary dial phones? That sounds really old, but you used to have a rotary dial. Yeah, yeah you used yeah, to have one yeah. of them. The years we didn't, we were like really late getting a, a, a button phone, as we called it. Yeah. You know, it's like stuff like that had been in use yeah. since the fucking twenties, for God's sake. But your mum and dad would have been of a, you know, this phone, this rotary phone works. But yeah. So it's not broken, so I don't not don't fix it. So yeah. they wouldn't have needed to have the button phone, but it's only when they felt like totally out of fashion and like on. <laughs> This doesn't match the wallpaper because that's how we moved, isn't it? You that's know, it, yeah. Move forward. I mean, I think our generation is... We straddle not, the line, don't we? It's not as susceptible as the younger generation because we knew a time before it, but... Yeah. I think a lot of people our age are certainly addicted to it as well. Oh, God, I mean, I am. I'll sit there and scroll. Yeah. I'll watch videos and stuff. Particularly enjoying Karen's melting down at the moment. <laughs> Well, I wrote this in 2014, about Facebook, mm -hmm. so see if it's still relevant. Okay. I want us to remember a time in the past, a point in time in which computers were fairly new and mobile phones were starting to become popular. The only phones, though, were the size of household bricks and had aerials the size of breadsticks. Mm -hmm. Virtually fucking indestructible, too. I mean, you could drop these cuds from the absolute pinnacle of a 13-storey flat and these fucking things would just crack the pavement. A deadly weapon in the hands of, well, any cunt with arms. Yeah, it's actually valid point my Motorola yeah. was indestructible. I'd bounce that thing off fucking everything by accident. And sometimes on purpose. <laughs> Should we point out that remember all our first phones could do was call? And I mean, text. Te texting come into when we were like 17. Yeah. The first text phones. And you had to enable something on your phone. It's like the technology was there, but the... Signal strength wasn't, or they had to wait till you got like, I think, at least up to 2G. I remember I used to have 25 texts when I first had a phone, and like, you know, like. <laughs> I had five? What did you Five. It was like 10 free a day from that, from if yeah. you put so much on, you had 10 free texts a day. Well, there was only one other person in the school to text. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pager. Did you? I did. <laughs> You, Come then to the mount. We're starting a little fire and getting some marshmallows. No, the only other thing I used to get in on it was like my mum and dad telling me to come home. The football results used to come through and the lottery results. <laughs> Too young to play the lottery. <laughs> yeah. That was my dad it. hated it when they took teletext off. Oh, that was quite recent. Yeah. Because he still used it. Never. My dad's a complete Luddite, yeah. 
he struggles with remote controls on a TV, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me nan would use a remote control. She'd go back, sit in a chair, change her channel, get up, put the remote back on the telly, and go up and sit back down again. Go on then, sorry. Computers fared no better in this technological prehistory. The monitors of these things protruded out like fucking huge, gargantuan, cube shaped alien skulls. Their curved, bulbous eye harvesting our life force as we peered lifelessly into its low resolution gaze. The cripplingly and painfully slow 56k dial up speeds are pissed on by today, waiting to load that web page or catch a glimpse of porn pic videos on the ridiculous. This leads me to the phenomenon of our time, social media. I say that, uh, dial up, eh? Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. So long. Jesus. You couldn't watch uh, porn up on dial up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. You just couldn't. Oh. I'm afraid I have to wait 30 seconds for <laughs> the frame. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, no. It would have been impossible. <laughs> He's spent about three hours basically buffering the entire thing. Yeah, buffer it overnight. A <laughs> five minute video. Oh, definitely get a floppy disk. Hey! <laughs> oh. This leads me to the phenomenon of our time social media. If you'd asked me before this concept was into being, could I have ever imagined that anybody in their right mind would willingly go onto a large social platform? that would not only encompass close friends and family, but acquaintances, strangers, and potentially the whole fucking human race, and willingly not only share everything to the last minute detail, but willingly give their personal and sensitive information out into the hands of blank company faces, whom we trust explicitly to be responsible with this information, and then are somehow shocked to discover when this trust is often maliciously violated, I would have said they were batshit mental and stoned them to death for heretical babbling Boy, would I have egg on my face now, and quite possibly a teeny bit of guilt after all I did just murder an innocent person. <laughs> but my point still stands. Hey, first knob gag. Hey! That's your point. <laughs> <laughs> it would seem crazy, yet we do it. Yeah, 2014, and as I alluded to earlier, people are still taking pictures of their food. And they go to a restaurant. Hey, look at this. It's a, but it's not even anything fancy. My dad takes a picture of his Sunday dinner every week. <laughs> What I don't know, but he does it. No idea. If he goes to a restaurant, he takes a picture of his food. Just to say he's at this restaurant, he's like craving attention. Yeah. He's a 72-year-old man. You know, it's strange. When you think about it, his generation was like, a tablet was space age, now he's constantly on his fucking iPad. We've even got to him. Yep. They've just made it so user easy, you know. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Kids learn how to do it, sort of one and a half, two. Yeah. They've seen you, like, you know, go swipe left, right, up, down, or whatever, so many times. They just start grabbing your phone and. Yeah. Before you know it, you've put the thing in a thousand yeah, used condoms of Vietnam. Check up your account! <laughs> Phone call from the bank. <laughs> you know about this. <laughs> Got a friend whose kid um, yeah, brought a guitar on eBay. Just went on to, like, you know, just gone through to, and then buy it now or something. Fucking hell. To send a message and apologise. <laughs> Jesus. Did they think that wasn't, that wasn't going to get found out though? 
No, they, I don't think they've just done it on accident, just gone scrolling through and then just press something, press <laughs> something else, because they, they were only like two or something like that. You sure? <laughs> I want a guitar. <laughs> Maybe that baby was playing something nefarious. <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> Polarising society in terms of politics, public opinion. Do you think there's a possibility of a civil war? Okay. That, that guy in the documentary seems to think, oh, you know, that's... That is literally worst case scenario that this social media could it's never been it's so easy it's never been so easy to hate another bunch of people, yeah. has it? No. It's happening now. You got the the militias that shot that shot them protesters. Yeah. Oh you mean that guy that young lad? Yeah. Well that's a, a polarizing case in itself. I mean there's I've heard two completely different versions to that tale. Well of course. You know, and I've seen videos that back up the side that says that he was actually defending himself. Well, I've seen a video where he just sort of falls on the ground and gets up and just shoots people, so... It's not life-threatening because someone pushed mm. you over, is it? No, but there's, a, there's talk of someone that one of them had a gun themselves, so he mm. shot first. But I've seen, the, I've seen both sides of it. Well, either way... I think the truth is in the middle, as usually is the case. Well, it's not what we're really talking about the other way. There are militias out there with guns. Yeah, yeah. You know? Who show up to fucking yeah. demos with no other intent but to intimidate people. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason you take your fucking AR-15 along, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a left-winger that shot a right-winger. Probably, yeah. A few yeah. weeks ago. Antifa. Yeah. On one side and you've got the fascists on the other. <laughs> But they don't even think they're fascist though, but they What's think, not? but they anti because they don't. Isn't they being patriotic? Have been obviously demonised. There's no angels on both sides mm. in space. It's, it's, it's all if it gets violent, then you've lost the point of a protest. It becomes a fight then. Yeah. Nothing much comes from protest though, does there? No, you, you can't only read revolution with a violent revolution, really. Let's face it, it doesn't work any other way. You know, because. If you're, tell me, if you're going to say Gandhi, I'm going to remind you of the, the genocide after that happened. And Jiren, actually, there was some violence. Yeah, you know, can't so do it without violence. Even the civil rights, Martin Luther King, there was a bit of violence. Yeah, I mean, he obviously said, no, yeah. don't do that. But still violence, it was still going on. Someone will always throw a punch. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you need the peaceful protest first to gain public opinion. Yeah. But if you don't control the media in this scenario, then you've got no public opinion. Well, that's it. Look at the, the Iraq war. A million people marched. Still did it anyway. There you go. That's it. If that was a million people bearing down on the houses of Parliament with torches and pitchforks... <laughs> might be, yeah, different. Might have been a whole different story. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's a quote on that documentary by Buckminster Fuller I liked. Whether it is to be utopia or oblivion will be a touch-and-go relay race right up to the final moment. Yeah. He believes in the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Mm. You never know. Not old Bucky Minster for No. No. No, it is genuinely scary. I was watching it and just thinking, oh my God, I, don't want, to, I want to throw my phone away. Mm -hmm. But we're addicted. I know, but I'm just thinking... Could you like, just turn it off for a week, like a kid in the documentary? Well, he couldn't. Uh, but what puzzled, could you? What put, no, but he couldn't. But what puzzled me about that doc, that kid in the documentary is like, why did he leave it plugged on downstairs? Just turn it off and throw it in a drawer? Yeah. Why was it plugged on? Why, why was it on loud? 
<laughs> Confused the fuck out of it. He's like, well, if I was trying to give it up, it's going in the fucking drawer. That's it. Yeah, you'll still get it out and turn it on eventually. Uh, it's pure curiosity. They might have to do is put it in a locked cupboard and swallow the key. <laughs> we, we don't get post anymore as well, do we? Because you can get it all by email as yeah. well. So it's 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 you know it's that as well. It's isn't killing it? the postal yeah. industry. I think there are some things that are good. Online banking things. You don't need to go to a bank to do it. No paper. Uber. You mm. know. Less trees getting cut now. Yeah. That's demand for paper. Yeah, but then when you see you go onto digital money in that case, because barely anyone's been using coinage and notes at the moment, then you run a risk of having being cut off, don't you? If everything you do is digitally, mm-hmm. you run the risk of being cut off easier. Yeah. Mark the beast and all that. Yeah. Chip in your hand with your credits on. Yeah. As you can control by your app, where does it yeah. stop? You know, when, when they put a chip in your head and your little notifications flicking up into the corner of your eye, no matter what you're doing. Well, that's what uh, Elon Musk wants to do now, isn't it? Oh, you fuck that! Seen the Neuralink? Really? You not seen Neuralink. it? Yeah. No. Oh, chip no. goes into your skull. Yeah. Yeah. To your brain. Yeah. It's like an interface. Has he got one? I don't think he's got one. No. Well, he would have one. He'll never get one. They put it in a pig. Oh, I don't know if they've had human trials yet, but he was talking about it. Oh, that's, that's his plan. That's fucking tragic, man. You can't start doing that. Yeah, but I mean, it could. Well, how do they know what the pig's thinking? <laughs> well, pig's he's rolling. When they know he's rolling around in mud, he's happy. <laughs> no, it's not that, is it? It's like people with motor neuron, you know, diseases that can't walk properly or speak, got a stroke, whatever. This can. That sort of life saving. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought it was going to be really bad then, because we've gone bad really Yeah, it's like a Just my innate fear of cyborgs. Yeah. Technology is neither good nor bad, it's a human... Yeah, but we're all twats! Well, that's a problem, isn't it? Social media has proved that, but, you know, this Neuralink, is, it's got its benefits, but it's also got its downsides. What happens if they just want to control what you think and they can just pump it straight into your brain? I was thinking it could like make them like go on river dance. <laughs> <laughs> if you share something racist, you're forced to river dance. <laughs> if you share something extreme, <laughs> you're forced to river dance for a minute. <laughs> I broke my legs. Just oh, keeps you going. <laughs> I'm just imagining somebody just river dancing in the middle of the shop. <laughs> it's that public show factor as well. Yeah. Oh, racist. No, <laughs> not just racist. Oh, yeah, extremist. extremist. If you start doing the cosset, like you're a paedophile. <laughs> well, you know, we just solved it. Yeah. Well, this, I, still want to, I still don't want to chip my brain. That's the main point of this. I don't want to chip in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to chip in your brain? No. Mike? Well, I don't know. It depends what he can do. I've always wanted to river dance. (laughs) Hey, look, if he can make me learn the guitar in two hours, then yeah, I want to chip in my brain. You know what I mean? You're being an extremist. (laughs) No, because you could 
gear it up for other things. But then it would be monetized again. Mike, buy this guitar. You mm. can learn to play like, uh, you know. The Ghost of Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. And then buy this extra pack and you can play like... Uh, yeah. and, and as you walk else. past a McDonald's or something, it stimulates your hunger. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm hungry now. McDonald's. <laughs> that's it. That's a nefarious. Yeah. That's, the, that's exactly the surveillance capitalism yeah. that's being played, isn't it? Yeah. But they're doing it with a phone. It's only a matter of time until they can put this in. So we're dreaming about the damn stuff. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I'm terrified by and it. And they just take, her, take you over, so you're in the middle of a conversation, and you just start spitting ads. <laughs> <laughs> Three for 20, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, so I was watching the match. Trading, 2-1-2. Two, two. <laughs> She's going into ad mode again. <laughs> Are available. <laughs> Being paid by yeah. anybody. That's the thing is they could literally rent you out. Yeah. <laughs> they could. You could sell your. You could sell like a couple of seconds a day. Yeah. For money. Yeah. Like every now and again, I just you know you just turn around. walking past people in the street. You start going to ad mode. Red Bull makes you. Did you win? Shout the slogan at them. Hey, you make yourself a couple of pence there. Yeah. Yeah. Us being slaves to an AI algorithm that's got control of our digital money, we can't cash anymore. It's a bleak dystopian future. It's terrifying the shit out of me. We're just walking ad machines. <laughs> so that's where it ends up as. Oh, fuck. So don't drop your phone. Keep audacity on. Don't. Clean isn't to us. So it's just ironic that we're being so sorry, Mr. Zuckerberg, for this, because um, we have a Facebook page. So you know, sorry, love you really. You don't look like an alien at all, honestly. <laughs> you are slicker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh. That's that's how slick. Makes Fuck it Zuckerberg. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Take a stone. <laughs> You've got a lovely platform, Mr. Zuckerberg. Let's post hit the memes, you cunt. <laughs> we don't want to post hit the memes. <laughs> oh so banned. <laughs> it wasn't, it was a time traveller Hitler meme, in all yeah. fairness. You know. It was a joke. It was a joke. Right. Someone didn't like it and got us banned. I don't know who, but I'm a fan of the I'm going to spam their page with hit yeah. the memes. Because it's fucked us up now. It's totally cut our reach like. Oh dear. No. Oh no, I think we're still doing pretty well. But yeah, but we did a lot better until we had that ban. It sort of like took us put us in the naughty boys, yeah. naughty person step. Ah, oh, I thought that post. was like you know. They do as well now. Boost <laughs> the bad boys. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What you, what you gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when they come for you? you? Well, it's not right. ban you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Nope. Terrified by it, and the minute they put a chip in my head, that means you're just a slave to an AI. River dancing down the River street. River dancing down the street when you post something extremist. Extremist. And you're shouting finger licking good at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. 
for 10 minutes I've got to get I've got to get me crooked <laughs> of course it can detect people who are watching you can't just do it to yourself in a, in a dark room you've got to well that's it because the chip will know how many people are around exactly. you can't do it to yourself in a dark room if you're not up they're going to be five minute ads in a dark room I do many a good time in a dark room I do outside your bubble and then you'll have to scroll I don't know yeah just sit down here you just want to put my phone away yeah you know but I can't because I have certain people certain people need to get hold of me and that's the worst of it maybe I should just buy myself an old Nokia <laughs> you know so I can literally only text or call you're going to have to get media in some way you know how are you going to find the, the weird news that's ah, there we go. Plans foiled. That's it. You need it, don't you? you? You become dependent on it. For the good stuff that it does do. Yeah. But you've got to take the, the, the shit with it. Well, we don't. We shouldn't have to. There's got to be a way to stop it. So there's brighter people than us that can come up with it. Well, well infinitely brighter than us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson for a start. Exactly. Or, um, what's his name? R1, the British guy. Cox. Brian Cox. <laughs> it's Cox with you. <laughs> yeah. Get your Cox. More Brian Cox. I'm oh, sorry, it's the adverts. <laughs> you advertise it for? And Thomas. Venkies. Who are you Venkies out of this? Guys. <laughs> Alright then, so let's, uh, let's end the show on some weird news and fucked up facts. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. What you got for me? Ooh, two stone burger challenge labelled unbeatable. Oh, all right. Mm. Well, maybe 
actually. Carl Barlow, owner of Madahar's Takeaway in Wokington, Cumbria, created a burger for his customers that has the enough calories to feed an average person for two weeks. Yeah. You can't do that. Oh my god, look at all this <coughs> fucking glory though. Oh. Oh. A burger which weighs a whopping two stone and contains more than 30,000 calories can be yours for free. I think we'd have to put that in the middle of the three of us. Come on. Honestly, Ben, you couldn't tackle that. In an hour. In an hour. Two stone burger. Oh. <laughs> like eating a small baby in an hour, isn't it? Yeah. A small baby. Small, small baby. Big baby. Oh, yeah. Huge. What, and a toddler? Hang on, there's also a mountain... So you've got 24 pounds of beef. Right, in the patty alone, which is the equivalent of 56 normal sized burgers. Right? 56 then burgers! Then you've got 20 slices of bacon, a mountain of cheese, Where's the onion rings? side of fries, and a bread bun. A side of fries? <laughs> what, in a, in a fucking wheelbarrow? Here's <laughs> <laughs> your fries here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kyle said that uh, he served none of his customers were going to finish the dish and that they'd been putting on the odd challenge here and there, but this time I wanted to do something that was unbeatable. 56 burgers. Oh, that looks amazing. Oh, see, got salad on it. Oh, 30,000 calories. The cheese is oh, 2,000 calories of cheese. <laughs> Your day's limit. Oh. For a man? I don't know. Is it? Or woman? Two and a half for a man, isn't it? Look, two and a half thousand calories for a man. That's the size of a wedding cake, that is. That's the size of a wedding cake. Two thousand calories of just cheese. Oh yeah. my god, never mind the beef. Mm. I may need some alone time. Looks juicy. Oh. 11.4 kilograms of two stone. Hmm. It's 30 quid. Well, it's 56 burgers. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking 30 quid's not that bad. Yeah, I'd 50, pay 30 quid for that. 50p a burger. I mean, I bet I could take the leftovers home too. Well, you just you'd take a few people out to the, you know, and then you'd have a slice of it, I, wouldn't you? I think, no, I don't think you can do it in teams. It's going to be just one person. Yeah. I suppose you could order it and not do the challenge, though. Yeah, let's not, not yeah. do the challenge. Just... But whether they'd let one person and three people split it, I don't know. Maybe it's still 30 quid. You'd put it in the middle, wouldn't you, and get, ask for yeah. extra plates and... Free if you eat it in an hour. Oh, it's a Free if you eat man. That looks so good. A little bit of red onion there too, liking that. Pepperoni as well. No, that's bacon, that's the bacon tails. Oh, is it? Yeah. 20 slices of bacon. No, no, that's pepperoni. That looks really round, yeah. Mm. That is pepperoni, isn't it? Oh, I see the bacon now. Yep, you're right. Yep. Oh, fucking hell, looks like I'm hungry now. Oh, wait, where, is, where is this place? Workington. To Wokington! <laughs> On Monday. Maybe. Monday night to Wokington. Hmm. Oh, so 11 kilos of beef is 27,500 calories. The 20 slices of cheese, 2,080 calories. Uh, 20 pieces of bacon, 860 calories. And one large burger bun, 600 calories. For a grand combined total of 31,042 calories. I'd have a go. No chance. I'd definitely split one. But I may eat more than you guys. <laughs> nah. Starve myself all day? Yeah, I'll have a go. Starve for a week? That's <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> two uh, years? Maybe I'll get that. 
That's the sort of burger that killed Elvis, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's good enough for him. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Eat my king. Uh, man cuts off ears, right, and keeps them in jar after paying six thousand pounds to make head look like skull. Oh. Okay. Sandro is known as Mr. Skullface. <laughs> what is that calling him Skeletor? And he is Hispanic, obviously. Has undergone 17 extreme body modifications and plans to have the tip of his nose cut off, even though strangers call him sick and disturbed. No, they never do. Well, Mr. Skullface. <laughs> That's original, isn't it? Yeah. I was in Germany. Currently unemployed and not in a relationship. Thirty-nine-year-old. And he's using currently unemployed and not in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> just no surprise, really. <laughs> yeah. just, just saying. From Finsterwalde, Germany, has undergone seventeen extreme body modifications imaginable, including forehead implants, forearm implants, back of the hand implants, and under the skin payment implant and tongue splitting. Wow. His ears were removed in 2019 and he's now playing to have the tip of his nose cut off and his eyeballs tattooed. Oh my god. That can go really wrong. Eyeball oh tattoos, god. can't it? I d why would you even have that? He looks like a dickhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. You just look like. What's with the. Get stuff around your eyes, that looks shit. You look like scored, isn't it? That's what he's doing. Yeah, I know, but. Guy's a fucking nutcase. Oh, he disordered eat. He does. Head implants. Did head implants go up? He's like had a weird. Oh yeah, he's had some some reptilian things put in, and a, and a spike in the top of his head. Nah. With a knob. Oh no, he's had my ear removed. My ears removed. God, really? It's man, can it? Yeah. That's meant to turn all the sound. So do you think he's got like more rounded hearing now? <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it's meant to turn all the sound in whatever direction, isn't well, it? And I imagine he's it. quite deaf. <laughs> well, no, it's still going to get sound inside yeah. Yeah, there, Yeah, he'd be able to hear as well, would he? Hmm? Like you say, it tunnels the sounds, so he wouldn't be able to hear as well. Or it might give him, well, you know... It might give him bat-like hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Super hearing. Schoolman. Schoolman. Oh, no, take me, schoolman. <laughs> <laughs> he says he thinks he's been rejected from jobs because of his appearance. No! No! <laughs> he hasn't, has he? Oh, God. Read the next bit. I think that it has, of course, had an effect on me finding a relationship as it scares most people off. No! <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it, Mr. Skullface? <laughs> no! He's also had a miniature horseshoe embedded in his hand. <laughs> Why? Shits and giggles. <laughs> Every time he goes to the fucking. Imagine when he goes to the airport. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Oh yeah, just me old shoe, that is. Oh, fuck off. Me lucky old shoe. <laughs> Carry it everywhere with me. Yeah. wonder if he's got an Instagram following. Crazy is, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's At why. At Mr. Underscore on Twitter. I can tell you that much. If you want to see this madman who's just decided to deface himself mm. for some bizarre reason. Just extreme body mods, aren't they? People are going for chips under their hands and all sorts. Well, they're chipping our brain next. Yeah. Yeah, and chips one thing with fucking horseshoe. Yeah, that's what, what's that all about? <laughs> Can't oh, well, good luck to you, Mr. Skullface. All right, Mr. Skullface. <laughs> Skull at all. Skull at all. 
Right there. A rail worker suspended after man cave found under railway. That is. This is this is great news, but not good news that somebody tipped them off and not anonymously and they told oh. that the workers were hang out, get drunk and party in the room. Oh snitches get stitches, ma'am. So, three men have been accused of creating a man cave under New York's General Central Station. <laughs> it's so... I, it's right there. The three railroad workers found a storage room under track 114 and filled it with a television, fridge, microwave and a futon sofa. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I think they were train drivers or just three guys. Oh, no, they were um, a wireman, a carpenter, carpenter foreman, and, a and an electrical foreman. So they used it as a secret break room. It's just like the VIP, isn't it? So they yeah. wouldn't let somebody in and they snitched on them. Yeah. That's Bastards. It. So, uh. Well, they found all that shit too. It looks really old. So the uh, railroad workers found the storage room um, when inspecting it, and because of this, they will face uh, uh, disciplinary hearings. And yeah. That's shocking. Oh, they even got a poster of them. They deemed it a fire hazard. That's not a poster. That's, oh, a, it's a, TV. that's a, TV, a huge yeah. TV. It's a huge TV. Yeah. Oh, what and a twat. Rescue workers wouldn't be able to find them because it was unmapped and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a fire hazard. It's a fire hazard. Bollocks. Ah, uh, awesome. I, I love these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very inventive. Boo that it shut down. You just bugger off on your lunch hour and... Someone obviously snitched him, man. That's what someone did snitch him, that's terrible. In New York, I bet it's busy everywhere else. Just want somewhere to chill out. Yeah. It's, you know. Oh. Sanctuary. Yes, a man Is that a man exactly, cave? Exactly. You know, and if a couple of buds were to turn up and you've got some beers in the fridge, it's even better. Maybe not drink a couple of hookers. Look at that, RAG put the dead hookers in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need you a place to put them. I don't think. <laughs> oh man, I bet this bit, I bet that place has stored dead sex workers at some point. <laughs> not while well, they had it, but you know. Let's hope not. <laughs> but they were stacked up like sandbags. <laughs> some serial killer's just been dumping his prey there. Maybe a predator. <laughs> Fucked up facts. Yeah. Oh yeah, facts, 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 facts. Scientists know of nine species of shark that can walk across land. Shark? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's concerning. Yeah. Land sharks. Yep. They're the next big thing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Where do they walk to? Yeah. Where were they walking to? Are they attempting to become land-based? Mm. Takeover. Or sharks. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got bands of roving sharks on the way home from the pub at 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the shark bait then. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Just gets bleak of this future. More mm-hmm. shit I learned about this year. I just found out there's land sharks. <laughs> Great. Some of the asteroids in the Star Wars films were actually potatoes. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> Sprayed silver or grey and a bit. Speckled then. Do you reckon they let them sprout eyes and then did it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Rocky outcrops. Maybe. 
During World War II, psychologist B.F. Skinner tried to teach pigeons to conduct bombing raids, but failed. Ah, good end of the war. He switched focus and successfully taught them to play ping pong. <laughs> That's never true. Well, my source says, never wrong. <laughs> never. Never. No. What is the source? I'm not going to divulge it. <laughs> Does everyone know where I get the fucked up facts from? Yeah, but isn't... Alright, why, why, why is Britain's wartime government funding a man to train pigeons to play ping pong? I mean, it's like, alright, they can't carry the bombs, so, okay, cease and desist this programme. Yeah. And what, the last couple hundred quid he thought, sod it, I'll teach them to play ping pong? I mean, what? <laughs> what, how? Did he just strap <laughs> the bat to the wing? No idea. <laughs> Miniature bat. Yeah, does he strap it to the wing? Because he can't hold it. <laughs> In his beak. beak. Then I really sort of. What the hell is hitting ping pongs at a pigeon? It just seems cruel. The pigeon's bobbing its head about anyway. I mean, how accurate is it with it? Does it understand the rules? This is ridiculous. Put the next one on. In 2012, a man born stereo blind with no depth perception. Okay. Had the condition completely erased when he went to see a 3D version of Martin Scorsese's Hugo. Never seen that movie. I have. Any good? That's all right. It's like a Pixar sort of movie in it. Mm. Oh right, okay. I didn't realise it was like that. I thought, I thought it was animated. a gritty, gritty gangster movie when he said Scorsese. <laughs> no, he did an animated with Tom Hanks, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, it's all right. So he, he just come out of that. Apparently, fixed him. Fixed him. Just the cinema. Oh my god, I can see properly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he started. Then he walked into something. Somehow, watching the film in 3D That's did something to his brain and... Thank you, Pixar. Yeah. We'll get everyone in for it, then. Oh, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, it's only depth perception, but... Yeah, it's annoying. You ever, yeah, right? you ever put an eye patch on? It's really fucking annoying. Yeah, I bet, yeah. That's because I was a pirate, not because I was... <laughs> not because I had a lazy eye. Just, you know, I was being a pirate at the time. <laughs> yeah, I nearly spilt my pint, nearly fell off the chair. Everything was terrible. <laughs> try it, listen. No, don't try it, you'll hurt yourself. What's by your point? An old tradition in rural Austria was for girls to dance with apple slices squeezed under their armpits, which would then be presented to a potential suitor. If he reciprocated the feelings, he would take a bite of the sweaty slice. Ah! Austria, you say? Yeah. yeah, it didn't surprise me. <laughs> But there's like all the pheromones and all that, like, oh, isn't it? Oh, sweaty apple. Sweaty apple gets you going. I love this one. Before her trip aboard the space shuttle, NASA engineers asked astronaut Sally Ride if 100 tampons would be enough for a seven-day trip into space. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell all they're single, <laughs> can't you? You can tell they're all geeks who know <laughs> no contact with women above their mom or sister. <laughs> Switzerland has rigged tunnels and bridges on its borders with explosives that in the event of an invasion they can shut themselves off from the world. Well, let's hope that they blow them too soon. Let's hope they blow them at the right time, otherwise they might blow them too late and... The zombie... The zombie already in there. That's yeah. it. But then that leads to other questions like how much food do they have? Yeah. You know. Light in to produce problems. Yeah. 
How much space have they got? What's their industri industrial capacity? Air filtration. Yeah. There's a big dome come up out of the mountains too, because that would be awesome. Yeah. A big, big glass dome that's impenetrable to, e impenetrable to everything. Simpsons has never been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> has it? It hasn't, has it? There has been some weird stuff come up on the Simpsons. Yeah. This one's for you, Claire. Oh, God. Claire. Don't tell your kids. Most parents with a favourite child prefer their youngest. Don't know. It's a bit. You gotta say. You gotta say. I love them all the same, haven't you? Yeah, I love them all the same. The youngest one's Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that come back from the toilet and went like what washed his hands, so I like, got paint all over him and I was like, You can't reach the sink, how's he just done that? And <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the, the toilet bowl. Oh. Clever boy. <laughs> <laughs> is he scratching bite as well? Is he, yeah. is he like the feral kid from Mad Max 2? No, not quite. Oh, did he have a steel boomerang? In comparison to the other two, he, he's, a, he's he's more feral. That was Carl of Tevis, played that role in the. He was, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Genuinely, the look along the resemblance that was. <laughs> Claire's no Carlos Tevez, so this has been wasted on. He's a footballer. He's no, a... no, no, the second name. Yeah. Mm. Of course, you do watch football, don't you? So, yeah. Now and then. A compulsive need to make puns can be a sign of brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you make a lot of puns. I know, yeah. <laughs> you do feel a compulsive need to. Mm. All the time. <laughs> Don't want to say nothing, buddy. <laughs> you ever had an MRI scan? <laughs> Abbott the album was so popular in Poland that the nation exhausted its entire supply of foreign currency buying Abbott albums. Wow. Wow, well. Mm -hmm. That's impressive. Poles are a bit of Abbott, who'd have thought? Mm. When a tattoo is laser removed and is broken down, so that white blood cells are able to remove it and it is then passed as excrement. Crazy, she has all your ink. Yeah. Yeah. So it sends the laser just below the skin and sort of each bit that's, because it, it's in the second layer or something, it, yeah. it sort of disperses it, it gets taken back into the yeah. bloodstream. Dumped. Dumped. Wow. Yeah. That's why you should think about your ink. Always think about your ink. <laughs> Got to, you're stuck with it for life. Don't drink an ink either. No, don't do that. <laughs> I've never done it. With you're not allowed to as well because it can make you bleed. That's true, make you bleed well. out. Well, not bleed out, but lose but, my blood. Yeah. And it doesn't numb the pain anyway, it's still going to fucking hurt. Yeah. Don't be a fanny, get on it. Yeah, <laughs> get on it. And I'll finish on a dinosaur fact. Ooh. The University of Leicester has discovered that baby pterodactyls could fly from birth. Wow. Paleobiologist Dr. David Unwin said, theoretically, what pterosaurs did is impossible. But they didn't know this, so they did it anyway. <laughs> I like to think they found a fossil of one, a baby pterosaur embedded in a rock face, like it splatted out like it hit a windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> so they knew. <laughs> How did they have the muscle mass to do that? Well, that's what I mean. He said it's, he's saying it's impossible. But yeah, I think maybe they said. developed... In the in the egg, I don't know, and gotta work it. Break to... break open the egg with it, I don't know. Spend days in there getting gains, <laughs> doing little dumbbells inside the egg. <laughs> oh, that'd be cute. 
And you are underestimating the size of these bloody things. I mean, how, how big is a baby pterodactyl? It's probably like the size of a small dog. Could be. Yeah. You know, weren't those things huge? Still. You're not going to have any energy. You've, you've got everything, and that's why you're cracking out, because you need mm. sustenance. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't do it. Well, maybe they just don't do it straight away. Maybe they get fed up for a bit, and then they just go out. What, in the morning, and then we'll yeah. have a fly in the afternoon? We'll have a fly this afternoon, kids, yeah. all right? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Cute little chirping pterodactyl noises. There's some animals that are born, aren't there? Some mammals that can walk straight away. They... That's true, a giraffe just pops out yeah. and gets up, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's a horse, I think. Yeah. I think most most things do, don't they? But most. They eat well, it, they? Yeah, there's nothing more be, amazing than nature, You can't be on the plains with lions roaming about, and you can't walk. Yeah, it's a bit of a handicap. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? <laughs> the rest of the herds are going to hang on for you. No. I'd love to see a lion opposite so a pterodactyl. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen? Ooh! Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Taking on a lion? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pterodactyl, because the lion's skull's too weak. Like the, the bear versus the lion they used to do in the Old West. Yeah, the bear yeah, yeah, won yeah, every yeah. time because he's only got to hit the lion once in the head. So mm. Pterodactyl, he's got that big... Big beak, Annie. Mm. Bang. There you go. Have that, Jimmy. Just imagine fucking watching a pride of lions. This pterodactyl just comes down and just takes off a lion. <laughs> fully grown lion. There were some huge pterodactyls. Yeah. Right? yeah. could do that. Wow. Yeah. So think of how big, how big is a baby. Pretty, pretty big. Especially if it can fly. Well, maybe it's a... It's be fairly big, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good job they're not about, we've got land sharks. <laughs> land sharks? <laughs> no, or land sharks versus pterodactyls? Ooh, that's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie, <laughs> copyright that. <laughs> On that bombshell. Oh, yeah, I'm off to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Ben, thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid and please do not join a court because you'll end up in Siberia. <laughs> With G- Russian Jesus. <laughs> I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out. May the force be with you. Caught! <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Claire, and my permanent outro is still pending. Yay! Hey. <laughs>